everyone and welcome to the Pet Accountant Podcast with me, your host, Vicky Clark. I'm going to help you get to grips with your finances, save you lots of money and take the stress out of doing your tax return. So let's get going. Darren is here today from Motion to Profit. Uh, he was going to talk to you about content marketing. So hello, Darren. Hi, are you all right? Yes, good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, that's good. Thanks for having us. That's oh. all right. <laughs> yeah, I said us. There's only me because Lee never comes on these days. I think he's too camera shy uh, and just lets me do it. But so, guys, uh, Darren, um, if some of you don't know, he does float around in the group. Um, you might see him on the group with regards to my podcast um, because he does edit and do all the techie bits with the podcast. So if you have listened to them, they are the expertise of Darren. Um, and if you want to just give people a slight bit of background, Darren, on your company and you and what it is that you do, just so people have got a bit of an idea if they haven't seen you around before. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm a videographer uh, by trade. Um, I, I was doing that for a while and then I decided um, to set up a videography business myself. And then uh, guess what happened? Um, COVID hit and we weren't allowed to leave the house and that that went well. <laughs> Um, so I'd, I'd got a couple of clients, um, our, our friend Bill being one of them, who comes to me and goes, um, can you do podcasts? And I thought, well, you know, I, I edit um, video and podcasts are very similar. So, you know, it's the same suite of software. So, yeah. So, yeah, here we are. And we've had a lot of success with that. It's gone really well. So we're now sort of not going to stop, basically. Um, Bob. So other than the podcast, what else, if someone doesn't know what a videographer is, yes. what, what is it that you actually do? Um, so, yeah, so basically we offer video marketing services. So uh, we, we come out and we will create video for your business. Uh, we only work corporate, so we don't do things like weddings and stuff, but we'll make anything from a promotional video that you might have on your website through to regular sort of uh, social media videos and that sort of stuff, which is what we'll obviously uh, talk about a bit later. So yeah, we, we offer basically any corporate video packages. Okay. Cause I think we were just chatting obviously before we got on, you know, marketing, I think is something that does scare people. I know obviously we speak to a lot of businesses on a daily basis and even in the group uh, in, in Bill's group and, and the other groups, marketing seems to come up quite a lot of how do you market your business and I think from maybe 20 years ago when you people just put it in an advert and did the odd leaflet drop you, you can't do that I mean it's, it still works to an extent but you have to move with the times to do something a bit different I think I think that's kind of like the good old days isn't it like um <clears throat> yeah so we've moved on now and uh technology and the internet and social media has, has really like changed the world um, so it's really good for small business owners because it means that we can now compete. Um, whereas if you go back sort of 20, 30 years, certainly in a lot of industries, you, you would struggle because you wouldn't have enough money to do the advertising, which, which was quite expensive. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's important. Marketing is, you know, it's a pain in a bum for a lot of business owners. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm the same, you know, even though we do it for other companies that never have enough time to produce my own content, it's, it's really frustrating. Um, and I totally get it. But on the flip side of that, if you want to grow your business, you kind of need to get out there and find the customers. So it, as annoying as it is, it's kind of important as well. Yeah, I think as well, if you're a technophobe like me, 
you know, going through all these different technologies, it's it's quite daunting. And again, if you're not a very confident person, to get your face and stuff on social media, like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, even like when I first started doing these lives or even doing lives on Facebook in different groups, I was terrified. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with it now because I think if it goes wrong, it goes wrong and it is what it is. But it is quite daunting. And, you know, do you find that that maybe stops people coming to someone like you to do like videos and things because it's the fear of putting yourself out there, I guess? Yeah, 100%. So it's a massive problem with the video side of our business. So we work with clients who own, you know, and run massive companies like, you know, seven multiple seven figure business. And they struggle getting in front of the camera and yet you meet them in person away from the camera and they're the most confident people. We get out our, our little camera, mm. put on a get in front of them and, and all of a sudden they cannot speak. They, 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 they sort of crumble, but you're absolutely right. A, a lot of it is just doing it. You know, you, you think the first time you ever went on a zoom live on your group, you, you probably had the flutters and you're probably quite nervous. And I bet you, you do it now. And it's, it's just like, you know, I am who I am. And yeah. sometimes I do it drunk, you know, sometimes I have a drink, you know, like I say, the first one I did, I was proper sweating. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Cause obviously you can see yourself and you're a bit like, that's why it's called wine. That's why you know, get through it, get a wine. Exactly. Uh, Have a drink in your hand or just pretend it's water and you'd be fine. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, and and you know, but the, the thing is it's practice makes perfect. It's like that. And and the good thing with what we do is that <clears throat> we can edit a lot out so you know yeah. we, we're not in a rush whenever we film and and that's what I would say to people you know just just be yourself um because people will like that uh, and just just don't strive for perfection that's that's the thing I'd say you know there's a saying that I've heard that um imperfect action no way yeah imperfect action is better than inaction so you know you're better off getting out there not perfect than you are just not doing it because that's never going to work for you yeah and I think as well just be yourself I think you see so many people on TikTok and everything and you can tell they're being fake I think you've just got to go on there and be yourself and and bring your personality to it and that's what that's what will gain the customers not everything else it's you know yeah yeah this is your personality to it this is exactly it. You know, depending on what industry you're in, um, you know, for example, if you've got dog trainers that are watching tonight or listening on the podcast, then, um, you know, if you're if you're a prospective customer for a dog trainer, you are signing into that person and their skills and their experience and their knowledge. So actually just being yourself and being you and, and being the character that you are in real life, I think makes you you know, a good prospect for, for your customer. So, yeah, definitely, you know, being yourself no matter what industry you're in, I think is good, to be honest. Um, and I think most of us, even even business owners, will will understand that um, we're not all perfect and sometimes we will make mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Um, Lee's obviously watching. <laughs> so he's put, hi, Darren, do you do anything with TikTok? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, I think we can put Lee up to TikTok then that can be his thing I'll uh I'll let you contact him yeah I'll, I'll have a chat with Lee and give him some advice with TikTok so a little bit of advice <laughs> thinking of going on to TikTok is what we've found 
is that TikTok is a, a bit of a strange platform. So the way that I think TikTok works is it looks for a few things. So in the early stages, it looks for consistency. So what I'd recommend is if you're going to start TikTok, create some videos that are going to be engaging. Um, create five uh, over say five days or six days six days, six days and be consistent with that in, in the early periods because what TikTok will tend to do is it, it will give you quite a few views to start with with your first few bits you know and I'm talking 100 200 what whatnot but then all of a sudden when it sees that you're being regular sometimes it will just throw the kitchen sink at it so we've had friends and clients who have done a few videos and then on their fourth or fifth video all of a sudden they've got half a million views and you're like, whoa, what happened there? But the problem is if they get hardly any likes, then they don't tend to get that again. So if you imagine it's almost TikTok saying, oh, you're new, you're consistent. Let's see what people think. Now, that's why when you create TikTok uh, content uh, and any short form sort of video, which is, you know, you, you much shorter videos, I would say you have to have what we call a strong call to action. So you have to be saying on there, you know, subscribe or press that like button or something like that. You've no doubt seen it on that. that yeah. And that's why you do it. So what you want is that when, when TikTok gives you that chance, you're getting the likes, you're getting the comments and ultimately TikTok would have continued then to put you in front of more people. And I guess does that work the same with Instagram when you do, because a lot of people have gone to Instagram reels, haven't they? Is that the same premise, I guess? Yeah, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't say the same for Instagram. It, it, you know, all of, all, of, all of the social media platforms work. Their ultimate objective is to keep you on their app. Okay, so whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of them want to keep you on there. And the reason they want to keep you on there is because then they can show you ads and charge business owners to do that. So that's essentially the whole purpose behind social media. So anything that it gets good engagement, anything that um, people are watching for long periods of time is always going to be rewarded. And the, the people who, who keep people watching the longest will of course get more exposure from the platforms yeah it's a, there's some sort of algorithms as well isn't there with facebook because when i was watching another group um someone was doing a live and they they tried to get everyone to like the video or like what they were watching because apparently it pushes it up mm-hmm. um i don't know this is why i don't get involved with technology i just think why can't you just put a video on and that be it but there's all algorithms and you have to like it and you have to do this and that's probably what puts people off yeah, yeah. And, and and I'm really torn sort of as a marketer between this. So likes don't pay the bills, but what likes will do is it will kick in the algorithm. So mm-hmm. and then sales pay the bills, but you kind of need the algorithms to push up there. It gets very confusing. But yeah, look, the more engagement, the better. But you've got to remember as well that the that the so social media also knows how long people are watching for. Yeah be a really important statistic for them and actually it will for you as a business owner as well because um if if people are watching for longer periods of time then what you're creating is working really well which is why it's always important to see how many views you're getting and, and stuff like that now i don't know about you vicky but if i'm watching let's say I, that we didn't know each other and the pet account had come up on my ads and I watch the video, I might not like it because I kind of don't want to show that I'm interested. I want to consume the content and make my own mind up. I don't like a lot, to be honest. Um, so likes can be deceiving, I'll, I'll be honest. But, you know, it's um, the, I think views is more interesting. Yeah. 
Fab. So content marketing then, what what is that? So um <clears throat> so it's it's basically the idea that we we've moved on in the world. So in in, in the olden days, if we if we I say the olden days quite here, um <laughs> we, how old are you? <laughs> Um, if we if you know go back some time certainly sort of as the internet was sort of first hitting if if we were advertising it would very much be something along the lines of this is what we do we do this you know come to our store or use our service or whatnot and you'll be showcasing what you do i think the world's moved on now and what the idea of content marketing is it's about producing content around your target customers so we, we the, you know we say don't we everyone in business says now you've got a niche you've got a niche you've got a niche mm. and the reason you've got to niche is because when you're speaking the language of that niche you'll do really well so you know for example your dog trainers who specialize in a certain dog breed their marketing is so much better to mm. be honest because it's just so specific into that one thing so if you've got a different dog you'll find a different trainer but if you've got that dog it will it will talk to you so content marketing is the idea that actually we don't try and sell our products. What we do is we add value to our target customers. So we know what their their wants and needs are, and we create lots of content around that to help them. So it's, it's a bit, bit of a foreign concept because what you're essentially doing, if you're a dog trainer, is you're almost giving away half of what you sell. But actually... Yeah it honestly doesn't work like that people will still buy into you and, and if you build that what we would call no like and trust which is what you build by people consuming your content then you'll find that they will buy from you a lot easier so content marketing is basically delivering value to your target customers so i guess you could use you could use me as an example you know if you when I just did sort of like generic accounting for, you know, everybody, when I came to do my marketing, it was quite hard because, you know, who are you trying to capture? It was, you know, it was just the boring, yes, I'm an accountant, you know, if you want your self-assessment done, give me a call sort of thing. And then obviously when I niched, it get, like you said, it gives it gave me a target market to advertise to and it made it a lot easier so, you know, some some people might not come to me if they're an electrician or whatever, because they might be like, pet account, what the hell? But I've got my target market. And again, the group, you know, it's free. We give away so much free information in that group, which I don't think any, or if there is, not many accountants would do. Um, everyone most likely would charge for that information, but we still get clients. So again, it doesn't really matter. I don't think what profession you do, the concept still works, the blueprint still works, regardless whether you're an accountant, a dog trainer, a dog groomer, um, you know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and and we, we might not give away everything. We might no. we might keep some of it back, obviously, but certainly in, you know, as a dog trainer, but actually by delivering value you're building trust what you're doing is you're showcasing your skills and and you're 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 allowing that person to see the value that you can offer them so you know for example i think i used this example in a video that i made for myself earlier um but basically if if you're a dog trainer let's just say you train um German Shepherds and that's your niche uh, and you created a free online guide on how to stop a German Shepherd puppy from nipping um 
you know, if you've got a German Shepherd puppy, the likelihood is, is that you're going to be looking at dog training. If you've implemented something that a dog trainer has given you and you've seen some good results with that, then in my mind, I'd be thinking, oh, this person's really good. Uh, actually, do you know what? If, if they can do that on, on a guide or they can give me a free input, a free video or whatever that is, and it's worked so well, then I'm you're, you're brought into it then, aren't you? And yeah. that's what it's about. People will not or will very, very rarely just consume free content and stop there. It's just not what we do. Um, so content marketing is fantastic because it's all about delivering value. And then as a result of that, they will see your value and then come to you as a customer. And, and you're right with your niche. If you don't niche, um, unfortunately, your marketing gets a little bit lost in the noise. Um, so niche. Yeah, time. it gets diluted, I think. I, you know, Katie Saywell, who does the dog's code, the dog trainer for Dashhounds. There you go. Prime example. I've got a sausage dog, as everyone knows, called Frank. And he's a little bastard um, and doesn't do anything that I ask him to do. So I know I saw videos that Katie had done. I saw video testimonials. And that's what drew me in. And the fact she specializes or niched in sausage dogs. So there you go. And Katie is a good friend of mine as well. She, you know, she she's she is a fantastic example. She's very successful. Yeah. She's had some fantastic feedback. And I think the good thing with her is, as well is because you niche, so you, you take the time to learn all of the skills you need in that one area, you almost then naturally become the expert as well. So yeah, you know, so you've got people like Katie Saywell, you've got people like Kelly Wynn, the Beagle Lady again. Mm very successful what she does and and me and Kelly again are good friends and uh, are doing something else which I'll come on to a bit later but yeah um you know I think it's a really scary concept to niche um because you feel like you're limiting your your potential customers but actually you make your marketing so much better and actually how many people in the UK alone have sausage dogs and then you think you could take that that business online which I know Katie has done and you know, got the whole world then and it's just a great great model yeah and i think as well i think covid and lockdown has pushed a lot more people to do stuff online um since that so that's maybe a good thing that's come out of that yeah uh, definitely 100 percent. and the online learning market is the only gonna expand i think that i can't remember what the exact projections are but there's still a few more billion to to go on sale over the next few years I think what, like you say quite right, what COVID made people realise is that actually, do you know what? I could have this specialist training for my breed, for example, mm. and um, and and it's it works better because it's for my dog. Um, so yeah, it's not for everyone though. That being said, you know, there's yeah. the need to have someone local who you can go to and and see, and you know, it is horses for courses, but definitely the online is is still growing. Yeah, I've had a few um, of my dog training clients that have decided they want to put their stuff online. Um, I know Kelly Wynn um, has put hers online and does really well. Um, I spoke to her a few times, like I say, Katie, and a lot of them, I think, are seeing all these dog trainers going, oh, hang on a second, well, I've been missing a trick here. It's because some people don't want to go face-to-face, don't want to go out and, and with a group and, and teach their puppy stuff. So why not do it online? Yeah, well, they haven't got time if they if they're working, you know, ten hours a day. Yeah, and that's the thing. You you can go you can go online. You can pre-record your course, um, and 
you can you can basically just focus on selling so once you've then got your marketing to a t and you and you, you know the algorithms on facebook knows what it's looking for to sell that course and you've got all the systems set up you're it's plain sailing then you're just chucking money at the ad spend and getting your return on investment which means for every say thousand pounds you pay on ad spend if you're making five thousand pounds then happy days if it's a pre-recorded course then you're loving it but i'm very conscious that we're making that sound so easy <laughs> <laughs> it was very hard <laughs> marketing is hard yeah and, and setting up groups and stuff you know it's not it's not been easy and I can attest to that with uh with this group it, it didn't just happen overnight it's taken me you know well over a year to get it where it is now and I'm sure all these other people have done like the online stuff is not a case of just creating a website and chucking a few videos on there and making thousands of pounds yeah but but you know again going back to yourself what you're doing is content marketing right so what you've done is you've you've set up a group you deliver value in that group so you'll help people around your specialty you're bringing in excuse me you're bringing in other people um and what you're doing is you're hopefully delivering value and, and showing people that that you know who you are and what you do and and i know from uh from us speaking about podcasts that you're very busy and um <laughs> obviously working yeah it does and i think again niching i think is definitely the way forward i mean i've had groomers that um have said to me oh god I've, you know if i see another cockapoo you know it's all i do is cockapoos 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 well, why do you specialize in cockapoos then you know if you've got six other groomers in your area and you're getting a lot of cockapoos and you're very good at doing cockapoos and you like doing cockapoos, then why not be a specialist cockapoo groomer? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because people do. They they like yeah. the fact that you specialise in what they need and they will, yeah. even if you're that little bit more money a lot of the time. And, you know, it's certainly in this current climate, we're all looking to increase prices slightly. You know things are getting harder and i know in the grooming industry definitely you know there's a lot of electricity and, and water mm. and use so yeah you know niche down if you can put your prices up on the back end of that and, and make life easier for yourself yeah i think that the problem is people don't put their prices up regularly enough um i know i've got clients that have been in the business for six years and i've put their prices up and you know you've got to because like you say the price of everything has gone up and if you don't put your prices up then you're not going to make a profit at the end of the day no absolutely and you're so right yeah um i'm funny enough i'm filming with a guy tomorrow called robin Waite, um who oh, yeah talked about prices a lot and and you know he, he, a lot of what when you look at what he says it makes a lot of sense you know at the end of the day we're, we're in business to make money and hopefully we enjoy what we do i, I love filming uh, you know it is a, it is a hobby it is a passion but at the same time i need to to grow my business I, you know and i'm doing it for, for for those reasons so actually if you're not putting your prices up at all and the cost of living is just becoming more and more and more then you know you're just doing yourself a disservice yeah. and i do think it gets to the point as well certainly in a lot of industries where um some people will be looking at it and thinking why is that so cheap what's the problem with that with that do you, you know and yeah. um it's it's psychologically it's a really hard thing to do but i, I very often see certainly within the dog grooming issue that when people do they soon realize that actually it does work um yeah it's, it's tough yeah. We, we go off on a tangent slightly there. We're going to start, we're going to start about pricing and stuff. So tell me about um, your Facebook group that you've just started. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm doing my own content marketing. We're trying to add some value. So um, podcasts, we started doing podcasts. They've been very successful. We've gone through all sorts of things. So we, we've we launched numerous podcasts from numerous clients now, including yourself and this podcast, if you listen to it on a podcast. <laughs> um, but um, we've seen some some huge success and, and it's a growing area as well. Um and it's a really good way to, to sort of build your brand authority. So um, a lot of business owners aren't ready to use our services. You know, we're not, um, I don't think we're expensive, but it certainly is a cost. And actually, sometimes people just want to retain control, which, you know, is understandable. It's a it's their business and their shop window for their business, if you like. So we've created the podcast creator. Um, when you post this out in a group, I'll drop it in the comments. But essentially... Yeah. Um, if you're interested in starting a podcast, if it's on your list or you're thinking, do I, don't I, then myself and Kelly Wynn, who we talked about earlier, the Beagle lady, are going to be launching her podcast. Uh, and we together are going to be recording the whole process from start to finish and then creating eventually a how-to guide. So in terms of our group, um, you know, it's, it's a new group. I think we've only got about 60 people in there at the moment. Um the, the good thing for that is if you get in there quick then ask lots of questions we'll probably basically just tell you how to launch a podcast for you or um which isn't hard but we will we'll be really active in there so any questions we'll get a very thorough answer in fact too thorough sometimes okay can they ask you other sort of marketing questions or is it purely going to be just if you're looking to do a podcast yeah, so I, in my honest opinion, a podcast is a bit of an ecosystem. So like you were saying with your group, you need a bit of a following, ideally, to be successful at a podcast. So, you know, it's all well and good recording a podcast, taking that time and doing it. But if you've not got anyone to push it out to, then realistically, the only way to really grow it is by either bringing on the right guest speakers or paying social media to start boosting it, if, if you yeah. like pushing towards it so yeah so as a result of that we do cover a lot about social media generally about marketing and of course you know we we want the group to be successful so if you've got any other marketing questions then by all means drop them in um yeah we haven't had any video related questions yet they, they tend to be more complex <laughs> yeah always happy to help however we can to be honest yeah, especially like if you're looking at equipment and things you know when we first started chatting about doing the podcast i had no idea what i was to buy and i'll tell you a funny story right so i bought this microphone i'm see if i can show people this snazzy thing here and i write a text down i said down it's not working like i can't hear anything like it sounds really crap but i did that half an hour i was like oh my god i was getting really pissed off then i realized that i'd kept the polystyrene in between the microphone and that guard thing i was like hang on a minute what's this and it was a bit of chunk of polystyrene i was like oh god I'd recommended that mic, hadn't I? And I, was I know, thinking, yeah. You must have a 41 because for every other customer, they're, they're just so easy to use. It's kind of why I recommend them because I've actually got the same. So I've got mine on a little arm, but they're like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was me being a bit thick and left the polystyrene and wondered why it was not, it sounded like I was in a tunnel. Yeah, so this is what the group's all about. It's, it's about uh, recommending kit. You know, these microphones, um, they look quite snazzy. They are really good, but they're also relatively affordable. I think they're about £130 at the moment off Amazon. 
Um, so yeah, it's, you know, the group is about teaching you how to do it. And we're going to show you one or two ways when I do it with Kelly, I'll be doing it like I do with your podcast on uh, a professional, uh, editing platform, but I know that other, uh, podcasters do it in a much more simple way. So we're going to kind of show, show both, to be honest. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, you're going to put the link in the group so people can, um, go in if they want to join the group. Yes, I'll, I'll drop a link in the group. Um, and if you're thinking of doing a podcast or you even have a podcast and you want uh, any questions answering, uh, then then just drop them in. Um, we even cover things. There's, you know, we, we've spoken to, in fact, people in the pet industry um, who have a relatively successful podcast about monetizing podcasts. So, you know, at what point do you start looking at sponsorship? At what point do you start to... Um, look at uh, basically monetizing your podcast and actually we have a plan on how to go forward with that and um, so I won't bore you with the long details now but you know even if you've got a podcast do it um, one of my favorite successes with podcasts is that we have got clients now who have sponsors for their podcasts so they're paid to do it in fact that covers slightly more than our costs so they make a bit of money out of it but mm-hmm a lead magnet for their own business so it's the perfect world it creates leads for their business they get paid to do it it's quite unique really i can't think of any other marketing where you'd get paid to find your own customers it's it's brilliant yeah um, yeah. yeah so but it takes a while to get there i will say you know full disclosure <laughs> yeah. two days later start getting paid but when you do get there it's a fantastic place to be and we, we've helped others outside of the group outside of our clients lists get that sponsorship as well so yeah anything like that just join a group and drop any questions in right i think it takes persistence and patience uh with facebook groups and, and podcasts and things you know you've, you've got to chuck everything at it and you've got to be consistent with it otherwise it just doesn't work yeah and that's what we're doing now but like we were saying at the very beginning you know i run um a video business and and it, and this podcast group isn't my own thing but i also know that you know what i'm going to have to invest the time in this i'm going to have to get it growing and i need to do that i need to keep putting content in i need to get out into other groups and, and try and like you know for example this and, and let people know what we're doing and see if they want to join so yeah you know marketing i think it doesn't matter what you do with marketing it's all about consistency like you know we've said about your podcast is that if if with with any marketing if you don't do it consistently that will start to jump up and down um even if you're running ads paid ads you still need to be consistent because the algorithms will need time to kick in and unfortunately that is just life yeah but when you do when you invest that time and that consistency into it it does pay off and when you've got someone that nags you on text, going, Vicky, have you got a podcast for me this week? <laughs> oh, it's shit. It's, it's, no. But yeah, uh, you know. I need it though. It's good because if you didn't, it would just be one of those things, especially at the minute, it just it would just get pushed back and back and back. And like you said, you do need to be consistent with it. And we have been a bit lax uh mainly we know we have we haven't been as consistent probably as as we should have and you know we know we need to get better at that but you know the text messages of i need one this week is good because i'm like all right okay i'm getting told off so i best (laughs) let's do one yeah it's just um 
it's it's getting that it's that fine line, isn't it? Because I don't want to be that nag, and I understand, you know, because I'm the same. You know, what one of one of my friends the other day, uh, also a business owner, says to me, I can't believe how little content you create when you're a content creator. And I'm like, I know, I just don't have the time. I'm so busy. And and so my resolution for 2023 is to at least try and make a few bits a week and get it out onto my channels. Um, it is all about time and I don't want to be a nag, but it's um equally, you know, with um, I won't talk about your podcast because it doesn't feel right to, but with <laughs> other podcasts in, that we do in the pet industry, we see this time of year, January podcasts just go through the roof. And I don't know why. I have no idea why, whether that's New Year's resolutions to learn something. Or, or, I have Probably. no idea. But uh, when I say go through the roof, sometimes they go two, three times the amount of listeners that they, they would normally get. So it's, it's important definitely to be consistent January, February, March. But we've talked about this as well. And it's now, you know, actually, you know, in a lot of industries, you get spikes and, excuse me, and you get um, downtimes. And I think it's important to create as much content as you can during those downtimes mm-hmm. so that when the spikes come, you, you can just basically pre-plan everything. Um, yeah, we learned a lesson with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We plan. Yeah. And, you know, I was saying to you beforehand, we, um, my motion to profit business, my video business, we now um, offer services where we come out and record a podcast. So, you know, like I was saying to you, we, we could do a day every month, say, and in that in that day, we'll record, say, five podcast episodes, but we'll record them on video. And then from that, we will, we will rip that to shreds to create as much video content as we can. So what you then come away with every month is a sort of, 20 30 reels so you, you potentially got an instagram reel a tiktok and a youtube short every single day of the month and uh, maybe twice a week a two minute video uh, and then you've got five youtube videos and five podcasts so it's, it's what what we're sort of quickly realizing is that business owners are extremely busy people and for a lot of um owners it's uh, actually they have the money to invest but the time is the real problem. time yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that sounds like a brilliant idea. That's probably something mainly you could do with actually is just getting it all done in one day mm. every month and then having that content for the rest of the month and then not having to worry about it. Yeah. And I and I find as well, because you know I'm coming out. So let's say, I don't know, let's say you're in London and and I'm in York. If I'm driving down for the day, then you're going to be there that day. You, you're going to have planned it in and you know it's happening. So yeah, we, we've we've taken on a client and we do it once every two months, actually. It's a really, really intensive day, but um, it, it's definitely doable. Um, Where do the videos get posted then? The video of the of the so, chat? Is it just, I'm guessing, YouTube or and then you snippet bits out for TikTok and things? Yeah, so we would we we it wouldn't be like this where it's on Zoom. We would record it sort of in a in a proper. Uh, we 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 basically have a mobile studio that we set up. So we have the arm coming out with the the good microphone on it, and we video record the whole thing. Um, so we we put the audio out normally on all your major podcast channels. We put the long video with an intro and outro pre-made, which is like a strong call to action onto your YouTube channel. We then create you about 30 YouTube shorts, which is um, if you're not on YouTube for shorts, you, that's probably going to be the next big thing. So, you know, YouTube are really pushing that at the moment. Um, and then you'd have your 
the good thing is YouTube Shorts are exactly the same as TikToks. Um, so you can post them over both. You can post them onto Instagram. So the idea is, is that we basically create you the whole month's worth of content. And then if you've got any text posts or anything else that you feel that you need to communicate with your customers, then you can just do that. Um, yeah. That sounds good. Um, Helen's put do you have um, a final say in the clips where you can edit them and adjust them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when, when we make the clips, we would send them to you to post. So you, if you don't like them, we, we would do a certain amount of amendments definitely. Um, to be honest with you, we, we kind of butcher up for as much content as possible. So the likelihood is, is that you might go over a few and go, actually, I'm, I'm not really sure about that one. I'm not going to post that. I'm not going to post that. Yeah. Um, we don't tend to manage social media pages. Um, you've got, you know, you've got fantastic people like Charlotte that can do that. Um, but it's about sort of supplying you with the content so you don't have to, and then you can pretty yeah. much. On. To, to be honest, the vast majority of what we produce um, gets gets posted. It's very rare that we create clips that people don't want. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, that's definitely something I'll be chatting to you about because I think me and Lee need to kick up the bum, and that's probably a good way of doing it. Um, brilliant. Well, I'll leave it there for tonight because it's getting late and I know you've got some kiddly winks at home that probably need your attention. So uh, thank you so much for coming on, Darren. Um, if anyone's interested or you're watching this a bit later on or listening to the podcast, all of Darren's info will get put in the group um, if you uh, want to speak to him or join his podcasting group. And obviously you've got a testimonial right here for me because you do a great job of mine. Um, you know, so if anyone's got any questions, then they can put them in my group or they can privately message me. That's absolutely fine. Uh, but yes, perfect. Thank you very much. I will send this to you to get edited at some point. <laughs> I myself, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't like doing it either. I don't even I don't even listen to the podcast. I don't I just cringe at the, that intro that I do. I might literally send shivers down my spine. I hate it. I don't mind that. I think yours is quite good. I like the background music, but I just um yes, yeah, when you listen to yourself that's the problem isn't it, isn't it? Oh. yeah you're like oh but yes brilliant i hope that's helped everyone with marketing uh, i'm sure we'll see darren in the group um over the next few months anyway and we'll probably get you back on as well at some point but yes thank you very much i uh, hope you enjoyed it and i will speak to you again soon and message me about that yeah i will do fabulous cheers cheers, cheers darren thanks everyone take care bye Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed my podcast, don't forget to subscribe for me. And if you want to speak to me, please visit my website at www.petaccountant.co.uk. And if you'd like to join my Facebook group, which is full of like-minded pet professionals, then search Accounting for Pet Professionals in Facebook and I will see you there.